Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm solo right now, waiting for Greg Wilson to come. We have a great show. To this week, we have Khabib on the show, Nurmagomedov. Uh, I always get the name wrong. It's a hard name just to say. But we have Khabib on the show. I want to thank our sponsor, Tip a Fighter. Tip a Fighter. Tipafighter.com or at Tip a Fighter. Listen, guys, fighters are underpaid. I want them to make more money. Uh, you want them to make more money. Well, guys, it's now the fans can help. Yes, this is a solution to a problem. It's not charity. It's 100% pay for performance. A majority of fighters aren't paid enough to call it a profession. I mean, come on. You tip other guys. You, you, you tip uh, a waitress. You tip a stripper. You tip a... Uh, who else do you tip? You tip a cab driver. You tip all kinds of people. Why not tip a fighter? They're entertaining us every... I mean, every day of the, of the week, on the weekends especially, I see these guys, they're busting their ass. How many times do you see a, a girl in Invicta pull off a sweet submission or uh, a guy on an undercard or, or a main guy? And you go, you know what? I want to help that guy out. Well, now you can do it. Tipafighter.com. I'm telling you, fighters, get on board with this. Uh, they just signed Anthony Burchek. They got Bubba Jenkins, uh, a bunch of other great guys. Fighters, come on. You, you want to make more money? Now the fans can give you more money, which is awesome. Also... Remove it restoration. Has your business been vandalized with graffiti? Have gang members destroyed your business storefront? Call the professionals at Remove It Restoration. They remove all types of graffiti. They restore windows. Get your business back to normal for a fraction of the cost. Look, your business image is very important. Don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Call the graffiti removal team at 1-888-424-9697 or go to removeitrestoration.com. Trust me, guys. These guys are the best. His name is uh, his name is Eric. He's a great dude. He sponsors fighters. Sponsors Roxanne Modafari, amongst other people. This is a good guy right here. Help him out. I don't help him out. Help yourself out by getting by getting rid of uh, the uh, graffiti. Also, American Icon Autographs. This dude, Sean, is the man. They have the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, from WWE, from baseball, from football, everything else in between. And they have a huge signing this week. That's right, Saturday, August 1st, Paige Van Zant. Mark Coleman and Hoyce Gracie are signing at the Frank and Son Collectible Show in the City of Industry in California. Go to www.aiase.com for info. Trust me, that is uh, going to be a great show. I used to go to collectible shows as a kid with my dad. My dad used to sell baseball cards. I used to sell baseball cards. That was the most fun I've ever had in my life. And you can check it out. Also, uh, those are our sponsors. We have Khabib on the show today. I'm waiting for Greg Wilson to come in. It's always great when you do a show and your co-hosts don't show up. That's always one of the most fun things to do is to talk to yourself. It's not abnormal at all. I mean, come on. But what are you going to do? Uh... I had a show last week, and there was a guy with dreadlocks in the crowd, uh, a black guy. It could be a white guy. I mean, I would assume that you'd think he was a black guy, but who knows? A lot of white guys have dreadlocks also. It could be uh, whatever. Anyway, so I'm, I'm on stage telling jokes, and every time the guy kept going, man, you on fire. You the man. You know, which was like, look, that's a very difficult type of heckler to deal with. Why? Because he's the nice guy, he's enjoying the show, but he's distracting, throwing off my timing. So I, I dealt with it, I go, thank you, I, I made a joke about him, I called him the guy from Cool Runnings, everything was great, but I just wanted to, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to share that. Um, let's talk about, uh, what do we want to talk about? One um, of the worst times of my life, uh, which is, uh, uh, I was actually thinking of, I'll, 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 I'll wait for Greg to come back, uh, we'll talk about the fights this week, Ronda Rousey versus Bech Cahaya. That uh, is going to be, I think it should be a beatdown. I hope that Ronda goes through her. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Bech Cahaya. She said some awful things about Ronda. I know she made that suicide reference, and she said it wasn't on purpose, but hey, you know what? 
she still said it, uh, even though if it wasn't on purpose, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. But Ronda Rousey's a friend of mine. Uh, I, th- I think that we would make a cute couple. I know I can make her orgasm uh, on the 18th try. I'm telling you, I could, I could be the guy, Ronda. A lot of these guys, they can't hang with you. I know that Ronda says that guys are certain times are, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit scared of her or intimidated to go out with a strong girl. Not me. Not me at all. Maybe a little bit here and there, sure. But after the third or fourth date, give me a shot, Rhonda. Anyway, I think Rhonda's is just going to roll through Betch Cahaya. I do. Although they're fighting in Brazil. That's the only th- factor. She's going to have the entire country behind them, her. And that's going to be tough for Rhonda. Also, uh, she's fighting with emotion. I hope she listens to her mom because I know Rhonda said she's going to make this girl punish. She's going to punish her, make her suffer. And Rhonda's saying, don't just get the win, which is what I've been telling Marina forever. Get the win. All you fighters out there want to put on a good show? You'll, you'll put on a good show by dominating. That's what I want to see. I'm, I'm a real fight fan. I don't care if you wrestle fuck. I don't care if you have to, you know, whatever it is. Get the win. The W. Okay? There's enough guys out there that are going to, you know, like Diego Sanchez, just every time just stand and trade punches. So uh, that's what I think about that fight Saturday night. I'm going to be in uh, St. Louis doing the road. I love doing the road. It's hard, though. It's, it is hard because i got to give my dog to my dad, and then my dad complains because he's, he's older. He doesn't like to like, get up at night, midnight and walk him, which I understand. And then my, dad, my dog bit my stepmom, so she doesn't really like him, and she thinks that, uh, so that's, that's kind of an issue there. And I, I, like, I, I miss it. It's hard to also be in relationships when you're on the road all the time. But I am looking for the right girl. I know she's out there. I know that she's... I need a girl who's like sweet and kind and fun and hot and uh, likes MMA and works out and is understanding and is into Rocky movies and likes John Cusack movies, likes some hip hop, NWA, uh, likes some current music, doesn't like country. I don't care if she likes country, but it is not very selective. So if you know that girl, if you're out there, Hit me up. So uh, I went on a couple Tinder dates uh, as of late. Uh, those have been fun. It's a little awkward because it's just, I don't know, especially if the girl's over 30. I mean, although like I said yesterday, divorced women are usually, it's good because you can find them on, you can catch them on the rebound. You know, and uh, a, lot, a lot of times these, these husbands, they, they, they fucked up big time on the, per- uh, Greg Wilson's finally here, which is great because I'm talking to myself right now. He's 15 minutes late. He's, he's, got, that, he's got that stupid look. No, I was here. I was here. Was I here on time? I was here on time. Okay, you've I, never been. This is the first time you've been on time, by the way. I'm usually waiting for you. Okay, fine. But right now, you're <laughs> but late. But right now, yes, so, I'm late. So how's well, it going, Greg? Well, I'll tell Greg? you what happened. What happened? I st- okay, I stopped for a Starbucks. Now, you, normally you order an iced coffee or just a regular coffee. The person, the cashier, just makes it, hands it to you. Yeah. You're out. Yes. But I asked for with coconut milk. Yes. And apparently, if you asked for coconut milk, it now must be handled by a specialist. Really? Yeah. And they have a coconut fucking specialist? Yeah, the barista has to handle the coconut milk. You gotta be kidding So me. it wound up in line behind all the specialty drinks, 25, and of course, this girl was not, clearly, this is her summer job, and she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> About she's just killing time. It's annoying. It you know what's annoying also effort. that people at the Apple Store call themselves geniuses. Yeah, that's you're, a you're, bit. You're much. not a fucking genius. Yeah. You work at the Apple Store. Let's say if you were really a genius, you'd be getting. You'd be not there. Okay, <laughs> you'd be at the headquarters. You'd be in that. You, you would have invented Apple. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you wouldn't actually be behind the bar. Yeah. you know, <laughs> fucking stoned right now, thinking that everyone's an idiot because yeah. their computer doesn't work. Okay, so anyway, which by um, the way, they've run out of geniuses. Apparently, Steve Jobs was the only one. Yeah, because <laughs> they haven't. Invented one useful fucking thing since the day he left. <laughs> how are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you? you good. Look, you look good. You look fresh. I, I, you know, I got some sleep. I got, I had a, a big meeting today with that TV sh- network that I, I can't talk about, but uh, but the show that you have coming up, the show that I have Possibly, coming up, probably, but most likely, but definitely, no, definitely, it's, it's definitely, it's definite. This is great. This contracts are signed. This is exciting. Yes, nice. So I'm excited. Are they going to film you doing the podcast? Yes. So I'm going to be in it. You're going to be in it. Yay! <laughs> Did you hear that, guys? I'm happy to announce. <laughs> I uh, just landed a big TV. Show no, it's gonna be uh, uh, opposite Adam Hunter. Absolutely, uh, I'll be in there for a scene or two. Yes. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, so during the fights last week, Misha Tate and Jessica I mm. were in some 
interesting positions. <laughs> and you tweeted me this picture <laughs> of one girl's, I think one of their heads was in the other one's crotch. Yeah. And then you're like, this is what I like, women's MMA. I, I, I submitted it as my move of the night. To move me- of the night. Hashtag Metro move. <laughs> yeah. And I, I couldn't retweet it. Like, normally <laughs> normally I retweet everything you say. I know. But I'm like, that was this too one, much? You know what it is? I, you know, I try... It's hard. It's a tough situation because number one, I'm I had a, other ones that were also filthy. Number one, I'm a comedian, so I have my 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 right. loyalty is always to comedy. Right. Whatever the funniest thing is going to win. Yeah, I called it the scratch and sniff. <laughs> but the other thing is that uh, yeah, I have to be somewhat respectful to right, and that that is sexualizing it in a way that I know that UFC doesn't want it sexualized. They want it seen as a legitimate. If you came up with a joke about it. I, I would have. If it was, a, yeah, it if, was my metro. If you would have just said it without the picture, I would have retweeted it. The picture's what makes. I it. know, but it was too easy. It was too. It was just like too a, easy. I had to go back. I had to pause. Not, you're, you're, it. But you're not looking. Like, the fact is that when you when you tweeted at me, I didn't even look at the hashtag snatch and sniff, uh, whatever snatch and sniff, whatever scratch and sniff. I, I looked at the picture. That was what was getting me. So it was the picture. It was a hot picture. Well, if you guys want to see it, it's on my feed <laughs> at, at Greg Wilson, and it's. I think it was Jessica had her face in, in no man. I think Misha was on top. I think um, Misha just and it wasn't even for long. It just like she dragged it through between her legs and mm. it just I just saw it as an opportunity. That was all good. I did a show. And last It was th- very sexy. It was. I'm look. I, I was pissed about that fight because I wanted Jessica I to win. Yeah, she's a friend of the show. She had her chance. You know what it was with that fight in particular. You know she was she was doing really well. She was doing great. And and I even said if she can keep it away. Off the ground and just jab and use her right, boxing. Right. But she got caught with that overhand right. Yep. And that was the great equalizer yep. for Misha. And I think that, you know, maybe Jessica's hands she dropped it just, just that little inch. You drop yeah. your hand just a little bit, you can get you're susceptible to that, that overhand right. And it's hard because your hands, you, you're defending a takedown too. So it's not like it's not like just boxing. If it was yeah. just a boxing match, you gotta have her hands up there all day long. Right, right, right. But because Misha's a good grappler, but Misha Tate looks that strength and conditioning program that she's on is working because she's not the same Misha That's my that, that fought Ronda first or <laughs> two times. However, I do not want to see the third one. I don't think it'll go any different. And I yeah. just think that Ronda has Misha's number. Uh, unfortunately, I wish, I wish I had her number. Uh, but, <laughs> but I think that Ronda has her number. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, but who knows? But I don't just, know. You know, even in that last fight, I mean, until Misha got caught, I mean, she had a puncher's chance. She was... She was kind of winning the fight. In my no, she was. She, I she got so. completely dominated. I thought she had some moments where she she looked like she had a she chance. She looked better against Ronda than other girls have. Yeah. But she was never really winning the fight. Yeah. She landed a couple jabs. Maybe I just wanted to. Cause... Uh, well, I like Ronda better. I mean, I, I'm Ronda's a friend. Misha's, uh, I'm, fr- I'm friends with Caraway. I'm friendly with Misha. She's been on the show before, but I can I consider Ronda a friend. Oh, yeah, you know, right. I'm, And Ronda's mom comes to my shows. And right on. Ronda's what best friend, sister? Marina. I, I don't know the little sister creep. Bro. <laughs> by the way, Marina is got annoyed at me on like the phone. By the way, because okay. you know what it is? She's such she hangs out like she's such a dude sometimes. She I'm, is. I mean, she really has that tomboyish. You could hang out where you you forget she's a girl. Like right. in some ways. So I'm on the phone with her and she's in Washington. I'm like, oh, uh, Washington. I'm like, I had a threesome in Washington. And she's just like, I have to go. Like like she she did not want to hear wow. about the threesome I had yeah, in Washington. Yeah. Like I'm like, whoa, you can't. That's the thing. You act like a dude all the time. Then that's something I would tell a guy. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily tell a girl that. Yeah. But then she, uh, you forget. How was Marco? Uh, I, I was in uh, Florida. How's Naples. Florida? I talked about Naples. that. Naples was great. You already talked about it. I talked about it yesterday. Yeah. Did you talk about it the last time you were there. The last time I was there. I talked yeah. About the so was it as good this time as it was the last time? No, because the last time I had the, the threesome with the two cougars, uh, <laughs> and they were like, and then one of them was t- taking turns on me, and one of them goes, "Finish him off." <laughs> Which I've never been told. Have you ever finish had a, him? Have you ever had a threesome before? Yeah. How many times? Twice. Oh, where? Uh, one was in Chicago. Yes. And uh, one was uh, the other one was. In New York, what were they like? Uh, well, the one in Chicago, I didn't like. The other girl was a beast. 
Like how bad of a beast? Like she was disgusting. <laughs> she was a filthy mess, but she had the coke. Okay. Okay. And so the other girl uh, was the one I wanted to hook up with, but the other girl wouldn't leave the room. Uh. So it kind of turned into an inadvertent threesome. <laughs> and, and I couldn't even, I couldn't even fuck the other one. Like she kept trying to get in on it and I just kept trying to angle out away from her. <laughs> I just kept trying to, it was bad. It wasn't a great threesome. Well, I, I find like people always ask me, Adam, how do you have so many threesomes? Which no one ever asked me that. But listen, um, <laughs> I just like to say that so I can get into the subject. Yes. Uh, the other one was with you two ha- fat normally, girls in New York. Normally, And I yeah. was just like, well, at least you're equally pigs. Let's just do this. <laughs> they just called me up because we'd been doing blow at a bar. And then they called me up like, come to our apartment right now. And I was like, okay. And I just went over there. And I mean, you know, it was it was like having a force, uh, like having a five like there was <laughs> It was like there were four bitches. Did you ever grab your own tits and didn't know which ones you were grabbing? I, Did you actually <laughs> grab your own tit? No. Oh. Um, I find that with, with, with sometimes, like with threesomes, one girl is better looking than the other one. Uh, yeah, that's almost and, always. The case. But you have to go for the other one because if you go for the hot one, the 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 one that's not as hot is going to ruin it. It's going to get mad, yeah. ruin it. The hot one's going to be like, I'm always in this position. I want to show her how good of a friend I am, right. and then kind of walk away. Then you fucking you whatever. So you got to kind of go for the 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 like the, say it's a seven and a nine. You go for the seven, okay? You get the nine jealous. Okay, mine were never seven and nine. Mine was like a uh, uh, six and a negative three. And then, and then the other one was like two twos, <laughs> built like fours, so you have four to, by fours. So you have to go for. So it's like buying an eight. Yeah, right. It is. Well, some people add, other people average. Yes. Uh, so Those are ha- my only two. So you have to go for the one. But the thing is, the, like sometimes a girl will be such a pig. The other one's such yeah. a that you go for her. And this happened to me one time. The girl, I literally was like a 10 and a, and a 1. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. It'll be fun. Yeah. So I went for the 1 to make the 10 jealous. The 10 was so repulsed <laughs> that I went for the 1. <laughs> She's like, how could you? I've lost like, all interest. This guy has no standards. <laughs> this guy will fuck anything. <laughs> so so that, that is where my well, plan she backfired. She only knew how true that was. <laughs> so that is how my plan backfired. <laughs> no, I have standards, fucker. Okay? I do have. Come on. You do have standards. No, you go out with very hot girls. The girls that I make my girlfriends are usually like oh, sweethearts, oh, sweethearts, and and above my class, you know. Yes, but th- th- there's a whole. But they're thing. always good little girls who you know, pure as the driven snow, <laughs> have dreams, have little little you know, that's hello even, kitty notebooks. That's how you see them. A lot of them aren't as good as I as you think they would be. Uh, the last one especially, but you know what it is? <laughs> <laughs> but also I I find that um. You know, a lot of times on the road, you have to kind of wherever you are, like a West Virginia. Love the one you're with. Love the one you're with. Like a West Virginia 10. Oh, is you like got to grade it. You're saying it, you got to grade against the local scale. Yes. Right. Right. I mean, that. that yeah. It's, it's, a it's, West Virginia 10 is an L.A. four. Yes. Right. Yes. But sometimes I, I find that you have to just get 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 laid, get laid to get it out of the way because sometimes if you're like on a, if you're on a dry spell right? oh I agree with this 100%. let's say you go two three months without getting any kind yeah. of ass like girls will know yeah like, they can they, sense it on you they, they smell can it sense on. your your desperation yep but if say you get like you're getting a couple chicks you know like, like let's say two or three different girls a week at like other girls that are high quality you know hot chicks will be able to sense that you're getting laid it's, it's like it's like kind of like when, oh absolutely and then absolutely. they want to fuck you yes because you don't need them it's like my dog, okay? When I come home, if I see another dog on the street and I pet it, I come home, my dog knows. Yeah, he smells it on He me. smells it on me. And he gives you that look, like, what the fuck? What's been going on here? Yeah. Who is this dog? Oh, listen, you have a totally different look in your eyes when you're satisfied. Yeah. When you have hunger in your eyes, they don't want anything to do with you. Nothing. Yeah. So sometimes you got to get one to get out of the I, way. I've often told guys who are on a miserable drought, who are just, you know, have that look in their eyes so bad I can see it. Yes. That I'm like, I'm like, bro, you need just, just get a hooker, man. Get a hooker? Yeah. No. Just, yeah. You've told guys Yes. To. Just get a hooker. Have you ever got a hooker? Get, of course. Really? Yeah. Not to cure a dry spell, because I was coked out of my mind, and it's time to <laughs> fuck a hooker. But if... <laughs> I honestly, I've never fucked a hooker. I've never really? paid. For, never paid for one. Oh man, you should try it. It's great. Uh, I've, I've had a couple um, girls tell me uh, that af- afterwards. afterwards like, by the way, I'm a hooker. <laughs> yeah, but you're <laughs> such. A, that's worse. That's worse. Why is that worse? Because it, you know why? Because it's a lie. What's a lie about it? <laughs> because you didn't think you were fucking a hooker, but you were. I, but then I feel like I was up a thousand bucks. 
Not that I, not that I, <laughs> I was gonna say, you gotta check the rates before no, you go. Not that I've ever, no, I never paid for a hooker, but a couple times, girls, girls that were in the adult film industry. Okay, I also do that on, on like the sure, side, yeah, they you know. And I don't, I don't know how I felt about that. I, I felt like number one, you're like, okay, we're never ever gonna seriously date. It, this is never gonna get past just to. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know. It's like if you're buying a car and they're like, oh, by the way, it used to be a fucking fleet model. It used to be owned by Hertz. You're like, so everyone drove this fucking car into the ground. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. I'm sorry. I thought it was one owner. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a fleet car. So the fights this weekend. Yeah. Talk about uh, Ronda Rousey versus Bech Cahaya. Uh, <laughs> Those, what have they done to the language? Uh, well, yeah, because you can't get Yeah. Yeah. Everything's. Who's mispronouncing these letters? I talked about this fight before you got here and yesterday, but I'll talk about it again. I don't see how Bech can beat Ronda. Uh, I don't see, I mean, maybe striking. Do you think it would take another grappler to beat her, like, of her level, which no. there isn't one? I think the only, no, you're not going to get an Olympian-type grappler. You're, there's not There's not one out there. I'm just saying, right. In, in, but in but if there were, are you saying that was what it would take? For grappling level, yeah. But what about distractions? Distractions will hurt her. I think a boxer, a, a, honestly, Holly Holm, a, a girl like Holly Holm. I love Holly Holm. Who love just she stays away and yeah. jabs. She's got that long reach. Could beat Ronda. Yeah. Could, has the best, no, cannot, won't, she can't beat Ronda right now. That's the game plan to beat Ronda. Yeah. I, I don't see, uh, maybe. I don't see how you could keep or her Or maybe, I, I mean, look, what, uh, the Olympic wrestler, they had Sarah McMahon. <laughs> she beat her in a minute and a half. I was, I, I thought maybe that was the way to beat her. But I would have to say a really good striker will beat her and one that stays away. Maybe someone like Cyborg, who is that, but I can't see Cyborg making that weight. She, yeah. she, I, I've hung out with her in Vegas. I've stood next to her. She's fucking huge. And she's not fat huge. She's, she's a, just a thick right. chick. You know, uh, mm. <laughs> I think that's the new the new uh, number one at Carl's Jr. This month. the thick chick, the thick chick. <laughs> that's what she is. She's it's a, a thick giant chick. chicken sandwich uh, called the thick chick. Uh, so I don't know. Shogun's fighting Little Nog in a battle of the aging. I was gonna say, in a, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, in a total nap fest. I'm, I'm not, but that's gonna be good. There's a, you know what? I like this card because. You know there's gonna be knockouts. I don't see like like Stefan Struve big versus Big Nog. Somebody's getting knocked out in that. Yeah, fight. yeah. And I, I hope it's not Stefan Struve. I, I like Stefan Struve. Yeah. But lately he's he's been having some issues. Uh, we are going to call right now, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. I'm horrible at wow, this. Wow, that's great. That came out so naturally. <laughs> <laughs> so smooth. All right, so we're gonna call Khabib right now. Uh, by the way, Khabib's manager. As Ali Abdulaziz, who uh, is also the guy from the World Series of Fighting, the matchmaker. He's also Frankie Edgar's manager. A couple of other guys. I'm not even going to uh, – he doesn't want me to tell you guys this, people listening. But I'm going to tell him anyway because he's a fucking great guy. James Vick, uh, like we said, we had James Vick on the show. Mm -hmm. His sister needed – Cancer, he needed money for cancer treatment. She needed to yeah, raise $6,000. Right, right, right. He was up to 2700 I posted it on, uh, on Twitter. Ali picked up the whole bill. Wow. Never even met James Vick. Uh, just know that he was a fighter in the UFC. Uh, just just called him up. It was taken care of in five minutes. Wow. So that's the kind of guy this that's guy is. That's awesome. What a guy. Kind of, that's the kind of guy this guy is. And then I tweeted it out. and He, he, he DM'd me going, hey, brother, take please take job. it down. I don't want people to think that's why I did it. But he's a fucking great dude. That's amazing. Good for him. So, yeah. So we're going to call. Hey, Ali. Hey, it's Adam Hunter from the MMA Roasted Podcast. Uh, I'm here with the Greg Wilson. I was just trying to uh, reach Khabib. Is this the best way to reach him? Yeah, let me go ahead and give him a call to have him call you, okay? Uh, okay, uh, sure. All right, that was Ali. <laughs> wow. Sounds like such a warm and, 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 and sympathy radiating from his voice. He is. He's a good dude. He is a really good dude. He sounded like you interrupted. Uh, <laughs> Let's leave. We're going to leave this, right? <laughs> He's like, I'm getting double blowjob. I'll have no, him no, call you. No, he is a really good dude. No, By the sorry. way, before we talk to Khabib, I want to thank our... Um, 
Our sponsors, American Icon Autographs. Their website is www.aiase.com. Found out what the SE stands for. Yes, he's yes. got the sports best. Sports entertainment. Yes, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. This week, they're having a signing at the City of Industry with Hoist Gracie. Mark Coleman and Paige Van Zant. Paige Van Zant. Make sure you go there. Also, Remove It Restoration. Uh, has your business been vandalized? If it has, make sure you talk to these guys at 1-888-424-9697. Go to removeitrestoration.com. They will take care of it for a fraction of the cost. Hey, uh, do they handle lady parts? <laughs> also tip uh, tip a fighter did you just find out that your girlfriend was a fleet model yeah call restoration <laughs> also tip a fighter.com fighters need to get paid more here's a way to do it this tip is great. A, tip a fighter at tip a fighter they just got Anthony Burchek on board they got a bunch of other guys on board they're ready to do it fighters you want to make some money make more money okay have the fans tip you for your performances. Uh, that's a damn good idea. Is, did he, is uh, Khabib calling right now? Okay, we are trying to reach Khabib. Uh, let me see if I can... Uh, What's his last name again? Nurgamedov. You heard him. Nurgamedov. Yes. Flergen Flergen Yes, he's... A, he's, he's a, Swedish. He's, uh, he's actually from Dagestan. You know, you know what that is? Uh, the same place that um, uh, Borat's from. No, no, no. He's from... <laughs> That's Kazakhstan. Uh, so um, I'm sure they're pretty similar. Uh, yeah, sort of, yeah. Um, trying to call you now. What's so Trying, I'm trying to call you now. But he's uh, he's he's awesome. He's undefeated in the UFC. He's 23, 22 and 0. Uh, he beat the champ, Rafael dos Anjos. He dominated. Wow. He's just been hurt. Yeah. Uh, according to him, he's never lost one minute of one fight ever, and he grew up fighting bears. Uh, oh, that's right. This is the, the, the Russian guy, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, did you ever see the video of him fighting I Maris? didn't see the video. I need Here, to watch I, that. I, I will give it to you right now. I'll let you see it right now. Okay. That's the best number. I'm trying to get to him. This is very professional how we do this here. Uh, we're trying our hardest. By the way, guys, iTunes, uh, we've we've got as high as 35 out of 300. We've got uh, we're, we we range between 35 and uh, sometimes we're 110, sometimes we're 80. But listen to us on Depending iTunes. Depending on whether or not we have a live blowjob. <laughs> we're gonna have to have someone blow us every week just to stay in the top. You know, to try and crack the top 10. That was here. So this is Khabib versus the Bear. You know, we got to get the Cougars from Florida. Yes. To to blow. I was both at the same time on an episode. Now, now, by the way, I know that you're engaged. Yes. Uh, would your girl let you get a blowjob or no. not? Well, if it was on the show, maybe. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> really, the answer is no. But no. I like to, normally, I mean, she's okay with me, like, doing crazy stuff on stage, like drinking drinks off girls' tits and whatever down their ass crack. But when it comes <laughs> to, like, an actual blowjob, she probably wouldn't be. Wait, down their ass crack? You drank? You drank? I, did, I did that last Saturday night at the at the HaHa. What'd last you do? Last Friday night. I had this girl come up and she was twerking and I poured a drink <laughs> down her ass and into my mouth. So Although you, some of it did get in my eyes, and I'll tell you this now, Jack Daniels burns. Wait. It doesn't on. just burn wait, the so throat. You, wait, so it also burns the eyes. Let me let me get this straight. He's so, wrestling a fucking bear. They have this child wrestling a bear. This yeah. is so crazy. And now he's in the UFC. Well, I'll tell you what, after you wrestle a bear, wrestling a man is just like no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like Wait, but hold on. I it's like to... taking Advil after you've been doing heroin. It's just nothing now. Now back to the, have you? All right, you're confusing me. Sorry. So, uh, so as far as the uh, the ass crack, right? So you pulled down her pants? No, no, no. Poured it down right over the pants. Over the pants. Over. The, she was wearing. She was wearing uh, like like lycra shorts under like a skirt or a, dre a flowy dress. Threw up the dress. Poured it down. So the, did, they, the boy did shorts. it actually get in her ass crack? No, no, no. It just went down the the back. I mean, I'm sure something did. I mean, I poured it all over her fucking ass. <laughs> I wanted Terry Mahaha say about this. They, you know what? They weren't in the room watching. They just heard all the screaming coming from the showroom. And they're and you know, she's used to it with me. She's like, oh, Greg, I don't even want to see what he's doing now. Sam Tripoli told me a story one time. I got him this gig in um, Dana Point, right? At mm -hmm. a Hennessy's in Dana Point. And then, oh, Hennessy's, yeah. And it was like one of those gigs. It was just a wild gig. It was a bar. 
tons of young people. And I go, Sam, how did the show go? Right? He goes, I ate a girl's asshole on stage. That sounds I, right. I go, no, you're kidding. You, there's no way. He goes, no, really. He goes, what happened was some girl kept getting up to do coke. And he's like, you get up one more time. I'm going to eat your asshole. So she gets up and everyone starts chanting, eat her ass, eat her ass. So he lays down on the stage. Girl pulls down her shorts, sits on his face. Right? And now the crowd's going insane. And then, uh, and then she, and then, and then her, her boyfriend got upset. <laughs> I would see. <laughs> Again, yes. Okay. This, and then her this boy- theme follows our shows. Her boyfriend then started punching him. And then, uh, and he was like, had the microphone in his hand going, you hit like a bitch, you know? <laughs> and I was like, my thing was like, did you close with that? Because what do you do? Do you go yeah, back you to material? Yeah, you have to close with that, yeah. So then I, t- and I was there like a month later and they, people of the staff said they had a meeting afterwards, like the next day, like, oh, by the way, uh, we can't have comedians eating assholes on yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought probably was amazing. I mean, how do you, t- how, like, I would love to be, hey guys, we, we, uh, we need more ketchup. Uh, we need more fries. Uh, I, had, I, had, I had girls double team me on stage in Phoenix. One sat on my face and one rode my crotch. Wait, sat on your face? Yeah, sat on my face. She was wearing a mini skirt and yeah. she just sat right down on my face. Now she still had her panties on. Yeah. But I mean, it was all in my face. Did you did you chomp away? What'd oh you yeah, do? I, was, I was motorboating it. I was mostly motorboating it. <laughs> I was just because I had the mic there too, so I had to make noise. So I'm blah, blah, blah. what was the crowd doing? Going fucking bananas. Yeah, yeah. And then the other one was riding my crotch at the same time. So <laughs> it was a pretty wild night. That one, that one, and that was like my first time at that club, and they've had me back twice a year ever since. <laughs> okay, what's the best one they can call? Can you, can you call us? Yeah. That? Yeah, let's do that. Let's All right, have. so we're having, we're still waiting on Khabib right now while we're telling these stories. Do you remember the? Do you, do you, I know this is the MMA podcast. Do you remember the have, nastiest girl in the in the audience contest that we did in Chicago? Yes. Oh my! That was the one with of the, the silly string. Yeah, we, me, him, and Tripoli went on a, a tour, uh, which lasted one city. <laughs> one city. The uh, vivid video the comedy. Vivid video. It was Monique Alexander and Sunny Leone. They sent us out to Chicago. They sent us to Chicago. And uh, we had a dirtiest girl in the room competition. It started off because we started off doing each doing forty five minutes, and, and then uh, dwarfs into us doing twelve minutes of material, <laughs> and, and just dirty. and an hour of trying to like do who can think of the dirtiest thing with the chick. Oh, so we decided to get some silly. St- we said after the first night we tried it, we're like this because here's the thing: guys are showing up expecting the the porn stars to do crazy shit to take their clothes off and eat a banana. It's called the vivid video comedy. Yeah, part. they're. Expecting them to like double dildo each other and stuff, and they wouldn't do any they of that. They were like turtlenecks. Yeah, they were like dressed up like they were going to a Victorian ball gown and were like, Well, my method of choosing the cock is to uh, yeah, make they, sure it is respected. Yeah, were, I never saw a more disappointed crowd. It was so, yeah, it was like this fucking blows. 80% dudes, they're expecting to see chicks. Instead, they see Greg Wilson coked out of his mind in his <laughs> underwear running around, me and Triple E. Fighting over who gives so better lap dances laugh. to girls. Oh my god! Uh, so okay, yeah. So we decided we got to take it up a notch. We were like, we and I. I don't know whose idea it was. I like to think it was mine. I was like, we get silly string. <laughs> And we put it down our pants, and we have them unzip our pants, and we shoot them in the face, and whoever acts like they like it, whoever's well, nastiest about noises, it, yeah, yeah get, wins wins the contest. So <laughs> we good? got these girls, and they came on stage, man, and we unzipped our pants. They unzipped our pants, and we just shot them in the face oh, yeah. with silly strings. And they were like, so we tried to get in their mouths, we tried to get in their eyes, and one girl was odd. She was really filthy, and and then and then later after the show, on theme with what we've been discussing tonight, after the show they go, hey man, that girl's boyfriend is kicking her ass in the parking yeah, lot. No, we had was, to call the police. That was yeah, that was that was the end of our tour. Yeah, it lasted it. Uh, three days. Yeah, but uh, it was good times while it lasted. That club booked booked you back, didn't they? In Tripoli? Yeah, never booked me back. Nah, shocker. Can you uh, it? Well, yeah, but you're funny as hell. I, I tell everyone to book you. Oh, you thanks, make, buddy. make me laugh more than anybody, honestly. You fucking seriously make me laugh. All right, so Bigfoot Silva, Soa the Hulk. I don't see this fight going the distance. Uh, if I had to bet on it, I would say Soa the Hulk. Bigfoot Silva off the TRT, not the same fighter. Uh, just His chin seems to be gone, and, yeah. it, and it's a big fucking chin to aim for. Yeah, no shit. I mean, that dude is huge. His head is huge. His name is Bigfoot. He is very Cro-Magnon looking. Uh, yes, uh, Jessica Aguilar versus Claudia Gadella. I like Claudia based on level of competition. Jessica Aguilar is a beast, but I think Claudia, she's a girl that I thought 
beat Joanna Junjuncheck. I'm sorry, I was there. I thought she won that fight. Uh, it was close. I could see why people would say Junjuncheck won. Is, you're but, talking about the? Are you talking about the champion? The champion. They, she, My girl, Fist of Fury. Yes, Juliana. <laughs> to, no, the, the one I called Joanna. Ju- yeah, the one. Yeah, the one. <laughs> I fucking called. I'm such a. Uh, and I love her. I'm such a big fan of hers. Uh, Damian Maya versus Neil Magny. Uh, I don't know. I think Maya's going to win. I think this is too... I think, you know, Maya's just been in there. I mean, he's been in there with Anderson Silva. He's been in there with the best fighters out there. He's been in there with Chris Wybin. Granted, he lost to both those guys. But he still... I just feel like he, he's fought better guys. And he, he looked pretty good his last fight against uh, Ryan LaFleur. Neil Magny has won seven fights in a row. But he gets hurt in a lot of his fights. He gets hurt. I don't think... But Maya's stand-up kind of sucks. But his jiu-jitsu is... Abu Dhabi level. I mean, he won the Abu Dhabi championships. So I got to go with Maya in this one. Uh, Abu Dhabi, Mr. Luthor. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I meant by that. Uh, Fajal versus Pat Cummings. Uh, Pat Cummings, like we said, Ryan Bader beat Fajal. And also in the World Series of Fighting, let's not forget about that this week. What's Pat Cummings' nickname? Uh, well, Pat, uh, I don't know what Pat Cummings' nickname is. Because it's just, I mean... He he's it's a, set he, up for disaster. He's a guy that was. Wor- I, I met him. He was living with Mayhem Miller. He went to. He was. He took second in the in the NCAA's. He's a, a badass fighter. He ended up going to jail. Should for- we start? Listen, I want everyone to, to to tweet in, tag MMA Roasted, tweet in what you think the best nickname for Pat Cummings. Well, would what be. happened with Pat is that he ended up going to jail for about for. A year for raiding dorm rooms with his buddies, pulling a pulling a, like a frat prank, right? Uh, and they just, they just raided the wrong the wrong fraternity houses. Him and his buddies were like, "Let's go fucking smash some fraternity houses." When, when they came back as and alumni, they weren't going to that school. They were students. They, they were no, they were alumni. Okay, and and they, he ended up getting thrown in jail. It was like I guess a part time. It wasn't like prison, but still. So he was working as a barista uh, in. Seal Beach, or maybe even Dana Point. There's a lot to work with here, people. And he was working as a barista, and he, Daniel Cormier's opponent dropped out. He challenged Cormier. He wasn't even in the UFC. He goes, I'll beat him. I beat him in practice. I'll beat him. They threw him in the UFC. He fought Cormier on one week notice. And I'm getting knocked the fuck out. Of course. But still, you got to have the balls to do that. <laughs> Since then, he's went, I think, 3-1 and one in the UFC or 2-1. and one. He, he, he lost to OSP his last fight, but he's a bad dude, Pat yeah. Cummings. Uh, and he's a nice guy, but, yeah. he, but it's just crazy. I mean, the, the way he got into the UFC is unheard of. And he yeah, was, just, just, <laughs> I'll fight him. No kidding. I, hey, listen, you know what? I'm going to tweet a challenge out to Ronda. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll take Ronda right now. Yeah, it's, that's crazy. Throw me in the ring. I mean, he like, I can't believe a, a UFC actually, a uh, uh, commission actually sanctioned that fight. But that's so crazy. You know, uh, whatever. It, it, it is what it is. So he's been to jail. He used to raid frat houses and he was a barista. And, and he his lived last with, name's Cummings. Okay, and, he, people. And, and, he, and he lived with Mayhem Miller, which, by the way, uh, I don't know if you guys saw so this. So he definitely has herpes. <laughs> the Real Sports segment uh, last week that aired, they aired a thing on Real Sports about domestic violence in MMA. Oh, and right. They, yeah, of yeah. Course I they recorded could, it. A whole thing on War Machine, yep. on a couple other guys. And May- I saw the Mayhem Miller segment, and Mayhem looked awful. I mean, he was smoking weed. He was drinking during the thing. He was like all over the place. Granted, I, they probably recorded nine hours and put it into four right, four right, minutes. Right. They 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 made it look like he was a mess. But he, he but he gave him that, to, right? You know. Well, I mean, have you ever been? He was doing trying to do stand up for a little yeah. while. Were you ever at a show that he would do that? No, but I was. I was. Yeah, of course. I tried. He, he punched me in the face before a show one. That's time. what I'm saying. I, like it was dangerous to be around him before the show. Like you didn't know which way he was just going to start going off. It was actually. It was. It was. Yeah, it was unsettling. But what's crazy is that when Mayhem was in his peak, when he was hosting Bully Beatdown, yeah. when he was just got to the UFC, when he had just you know tapped out Sakuraba over in a, in a Dream, I actually had Mayhem come to like my, the kids that on my wrestling team and talk to the kids yeah. uh, two years in a row right. before the big tournament, give a speech, and kids were like, "Oh, thanks, Mayhem." Yeah, and, and then I, I'm watching this going. Fuck, I hope these parents aren't like, isn't this the guy that fucking came to our school? <laughs> like, I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, well, you know, it doesn't really give me much credibility there. I'm well, like, listen, when he's having fun, he's one of the funnest guys in the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? He's also one of these guys that's really loud yeah. and loud and obnoxious. And he, he has I can't people. really hold that against anybody. Well, he has. Well, you're not the center of attention, though. Like when you're hanging out, it's just you. Yeah. Uh, I just, you're pretty. 
quiet. You know, I would say quiet, but you're but you're not exactly like you don't mm-hmm. be the funniest guy in the room. You're, yeah, you're just that's funny true. because you're funny. You're not trying to impress everybody. Right, right, right. I feel Any, like anymore. I feel like me and you are like uh, similar in that way. People, people are like, oh, are you on all the time? I go, no. <gasps> I'm the kind of guy that if I want to make you laugh and you're my friend, I'll try to make you laugh. Yeah. But if I don't know you, I'm not going to try to just make you laugh unless I'm getting paid and I'm yeah, doing comedy. Exactly. I don't like the on all the time guy either. I can't be that the guy. The guy, Adam Richman. There are guys that like that or that are like that. And some guys like Jackie Mason, I think, is like that. But, but Feel free to drop a few names. In. Yeah. But, but Mayhem is one of those guys that has to be the center of attention all the time yeah. and he's loud and he's not necessarily funny he's funny sometimes he's funny when it's just me and him talking but a lot I, I, I've seen it circles of people around him because he's mayhem because he's a fighter because he's who he is on TV people they laugh they laugh at everything he does yeah they go ah and it gives him a, a, a false sense of what's funny of hilarity yeah hilarity listen hot girls suffer from that too Everybody goes around laughing at the, everything they say because they want to bang them, yeah. and they get this idea that they're really funny, <laughs> you know. And they and then they say stupid things like, "I think I could be a comedian." <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. And they're like, oh honey, you're just pretty. You're Fuck. so pretty. So Khabib's not calling, huh? Yeah, uh, He's uh, wrestling that bear. We may just have to get another. Uh, uh, Fuck, man. You know what? Let's just call John Dotson. Hold on, one sec. These are the moments that really make us. This is this is what's going to drive us past thirty six. <laughs> you searching your phone. Yeah, some I'm, of the finest podcasts. It's just so annoying. I mean, it's it's annoying. Yeah, he it's, knew you were going to call. I, this I time. said twelve thirty. I confirmed it. I confirmed it twice. He said we're on. We're good. And now it's like it sucks because people, you know, the fans that I told he was going to be on, and he's are, Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of... Can I tell you a story about Russians? What's that? We have 10 minutes left on the podcast. Fuck, man. One time this Russian guy told me, he goes, this this is when I was playing Pips in Brooklyn. Remember that? Yeah, is that still going on? No, it it died. But at the time, it had been open for 40 years on the oldest uh, comedy club in America. And, you know, it turned into a bunch of Russians. It went from Italian to Russians. Yeah. And this Russian guy, he didn't like me after the show. And he goes, shut the fuck up, or I will shoot you three times with two bullets. Really? Do you know what that means? Three times two bullets? Yeah, it means it's going to take a bullet out of me <laughs> and reload it and wow. shoot me again. That is that is pretty crazy. I don't know. I was like, I got to go. <laughs> I, 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 those, that club used to scare the shit out of me. Man, I had some good times. Yeah. I'm a lot sure. of blow. Well, a lot of blow? Oh, yeah. Tons of blow. How much blow? Uh, almost every time. Really? Well, it was Brooklyn. There was now, always have, something have, have you stopped doing cocaine? Mostly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty rare occasion when I do it now. Like how often? Like in Vegas. And even then, it'll be like one night in Vegas. Oh, wait, when I was there with you in Vegas? But that I didn't do any that week. Oh, okay. Just because I didn't have any. Yeah. If I would have had some, I'd be doing it. So one night you'll do it. So you'll start when? Like 9 o'clock at night? Uh, it depends on when I get it. Sometimes I'll get it because I'm so drunk and have to do a show. <laughs> <laughs> Then I'll get it just to sober up enough to do that. So the cocaine sobers you up from the alcohol. <laughs> but it doesn't like make you sober. Like you're still drunk. You're just not like you. You just have your faculties too. Wow. All right. So I'm, I'm looking for people right now to get them on the show uh, for the last five minutes of the show. Uh, we have to be out of here in ten minutes. This fucking show, man. Sorry, guys. I, uh, sorry. I mean, what do you want me to do? Today's what? It's an MMA show. We just. It's still a good show. It just. It's just like. It just fucking sucks, man. Like, he, he said he was going to be on the show, uh, you know, and now he's not. Now he's like, what number to call you? It's just like so. Which, by the way, going back to the Ronda Rousey, Betch Correa thing, Correa, yeah. whatever the hell thing, Beth, Betch, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I think if my name were Beth, I don't think I'd want people calling me a Betch. Hey, Michael, what's up? It's Adam Hunter. I'm Nate Roasted. So Adam's, Adam's taking a phone call right now. But I have, I have two words right for anybody who thinks Beth Correa has no chance. Buster Douglas. Nobody thought Buster Douglas had a chance, and right. then boink. Okay, so we are calling Michael Johnson, uh, a badass fighter, coming about coming up right now. He's fighting Benny Darius uh, pretty soon uh, at a UFC fight night. He's headlining it. I think he's headlining it. This dude's a complete badass, Michael Johnson. He's been hurt, uh, but he's coming back. Hello. Hey, Michael Johnson. How's it going? Good, good. It's Adam Hutt. It's me and Greg Wilson. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. How are you, buddy? 
I'm doing great, man. How are you guys? Good. You're, are you in uh, Florida right now? Yeah, yeah. Training with the Black Good Zillions? Sunny Florida. Of course. Of course. Nice. Now, I, I, I saw you in Vegas. I don't know if you remember. You seem like you're a little, a little drunk. Yeah, no, I wasn't drunk. I was the wrong guy. You're talking. Oh, good, good, good. It was, guy, it was a guy that looked sort of like you, but okay, I hear you. Yeah, uh, he might have looked like me. Uh, you, you're coming off four a four fight win streak. Uh, you you beat some. I mean that that first first you beat Joe Lozon, who uh, oh. who I mean you murdered him. That was one of the worst beatdowns I've ever seen in my life in Boston, in his hometown. Wow. Then, then you beat uh, Gleason Tebow, another fucking monster. Then you beat Melvin Gillard. And then you beat Edson Barboza. You beat a murderer's row Whoa. of people. Uh, how are you feeling, man? I feel good. I feel great. Um, you know, I love fighting tough competition like that because um, it pushes myself to the limits. And um, I know what I'm capable of. And me going in there and beating those top-level guys the way that I did, uh, if it doesn't strike fear in somebody else's heart, then, um, you know, they're they're – they're not really looking at what I just did. Right. So, um, you know, I'm feeling awesome coming off those words. Now, speaking of guys that are not scared, though, Kevin Lee came on the podcast last week and said he's <laughs> said he's been calling you out, that you're scared to fight him, uh, that you're ducking him. What's going on with that? <laughs> who? Like, like, who who's this kid? The Motown Phenom. Uh, yeah. He's, he's... The, the Motown Phenom? No, I, I, I've been seeing his name come across my Twitter and all that shit. Um, I mean, hey, he's trying to make a name for himself. He's trying to get some more recognition all for him if he wants to fight me. I mean, it, it, that's the same as he's going to get if he's going to want to fight me out in that kid's career. Like, he might just want to take his time, calm down a little bit, and, and work his way up until, like, the top 20 or something like that before he uh, starts calling out grown men in our division. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that, that, that makes sense. That makes Now, now uh, what do you – now, I mean, your fight coming up against Benny Darius. This guy's good. This kid, he's solid. He's great at jiu-jitsu. Uh, he uh, – He's he's coming across some, off some like big wins. How are you preparing for this guy? Uh, the same way I prepare for everybody. Uh, it's just uh, hard work, staying focused, grinding. Uh, you know, I'm letting my team. Uh, you know, letting my team just coach me, and uh, you know, me. I'm having tough training partners and everything like that. Um, you know, it, it's no different. I'm not going to change anything. Um, you know, my last four fights, he's been doing the same thing, and um, you know, I'm gonna stick to that. But, you know, he's a, he's a tough kid. I'm not going to take anything away from him. But um, where he's good at, he won't even have a chance of showing that because it's not going to get to that point. Right. So you're going to keep it on the feet. I mean, he did. He's coming across a, off a, a big win against Jim Miller. Uh, so, but are you watching some of his other, uh, some of his, like, fights and, like, studying it or no? Uh, yeah, I watched some of the fights. You know, I watched his fight against Jim Miller. And, um, and you know, it was a great fight. But Jim Miller went into Benil's game plan. You know, Jim Miller's a jiu-jitsu guy. Benil just happened to be the better jiu-jitsu guy that night. Um, he could barely take him down. I wouldn't even really call those takedowns because Jim Miller was pulling guard. He was, you know, jumping for submissions. And, um, you know, he was trying to um, expose his jiu-jitsu. But, you know, um, if you guys see me fight, that's not my game. I'm not going to, you know, openly go to the ground and try to play his game. You know, that, that's not my style. Now, the last time we talked to you, you were smashing tons of chicks in Florida. Uh, you were just on a rampage. Uh, you and your fellow black zillions were just, like, just banging Cuban pussy. Is, mm. that, is that still going on? <laughs> that wasn't me, man. You're the wrong one. I'm, uh, I, I, I'm the faithful one on the team. Oh, nice. When I was there, the guys, the guys with girlfriends, are faithful, but um, no, I got I got a girlfriend. I'm not smashing Cuban pussy or anything. Uh, <laughs> Good for you. That helps you maintain one. your focus. But we do have a theme going today. If you wouldn't mind, like before you got with her, obviously, you know, you're a good Christian uh, <laughs> that st- doesn't get drunk and stays to one girl. But before that, when you, when you, uh, uh, where, what was your worst threesome experience? My worst threesome experience? Yes. <laughs> Fuck, I don't even know if I should put this out there. Like Come that. on, man. <laughs> Come on. Go and share it with us. <laughs> um, I've never had a worse threesome experience. They've all been uh, the, the few that I have. Wait, been, so uh, how many threesomes have you, have, like, have you had? 
No, not that many, man. I know Playboy like that. Oh, no come more. on. You, college you... days, college days, you know, it's crazy. This is, and this is years before I met, uh, sure, years, of, my life, of course, so. of course, years. Yeah. Yes, yes, me too, me too. So, all right, so who is this, who is this girl that's love of your life? So, uh, you know, just uh, my girl that I've been with, you know, for uh, two years. So, uh, nice. You know, hey, we can, uh, yeah, kind of keep, uh, you know, my love life. You know, a lot, a lot of guys, you know, they, they, they put their love life out and everything. And that's when problems happen, man. Uh, right. You know, uh, people start chiming in and people start getting interested in the uh, relationship. And then it just uh, blows up. But, uh, yeah. you know, I got, I got a really good girl and everything's going good for us. Is she a uh, white girl, black girl? She's um actually a Macedonian, so she's kind of like Greek. Oh, oh, so right. I guess you can consider that white. Well, 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 that's good. It's Mediterranean. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. I mean, the, the Greek girls are known for anal. Well, anal. I don't know if that's uh. <laughs> Really? You know what the horrible thing is? I know you've got a bad threesome experience. And you All right, we're us. we're gonna move on. We're gonna okay, move, we're on. move on. We're gonna move on. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, Michael, uh, now, uh, so, okay, so you're calling out. Um, so you, after, now, how far along do you think you are till getting a, a, a title shot? I mean, you right now you're ranked what? You're ranked number five number in the UFC. Five or something. Yeah. So you're number five. So uh, I'm right there for a title shot. Uh, you know, after I. Dispose of Benil, and uh, you know, after people see what I do to him next weekend, there's no question that I'm next in line for a title shot. But awesome. you know, those guys aren't fighting until November, December, and I'm not waiting around for uh, you know, these guys to fight. So, um, you know, after I get done with him, hopefully, Khabib or Pettis is uh, healthy enough, and then uh, you know, we can take care of that number one contender fight, and then uh, you know, early next year, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have that title shot. So how do you think you do against uh, uh, Khabib and uh, Pettis? I think I smashed both of them. Uh, you know, if, if they can stay healthy and, and if they can, you know, fight more than once a year, uh, you know, um, you know, I think it'll be a good fight between uh, e- either one of us. Man, you know, Pettis is, uh, you know, one of the other fastest guys in this division, and uh, that would be a stand-up war. But you know, I think um, I would get the best of him. I think I end up putting him to sleep. Um, you know, as well as, um, you know, Khabib, um, you know, he's a very tough wrestler. You know, he's a good guy. He grinds. He goes in there and fights. And, um, you know, I think I would catch him slipping as well. So, what do you um, think? You know, uh, everybody what? thinks those guys are good, but I don't think they're on my level. Ha. Now, what do you think of uh, Khabib? Uh, what do you think of uh, Pe- uh, the allegations that Cerrone made about Dos Anjos taking uh, juice? I don't know DeSanjos like that, so I couldn't tell you if he was taking juice or not, but uh, I guess we'll see in December if he looks a little different in his fight than uh, than what he did against Pettis. You know, I guess that's a clear indicator. If he's not as thick or if he's not looking as strong, then, um, you know, he might be on some things like that. But um, I don't know, man. Cowboy was just probably trying to stir some shit up, but, you know, you can't take away anything from DeSanjos, man. He's a great champ, but uh, he's not going to hold that bill for much longer. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, listen, Michael Johnson, you saved our podcast. Uh, we had Khabib scheduled. Fucking Khabib hung us up. I, See, I, he's pulling out. Motherfucker pulls out a podcast. He pulls out a fight. <laughs> he ain't reliable. Ah. Who's this guy? He must have got hurt. Yeah, he got injured. He's 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 ducking the podcast. Exactly. He heard his thumb picking up the phone. Yeah, he heard himself. Yeah, so we needed somebody. Scared. And I was like, I know who we're going to get. We're going to have you back on the show uh, hopefully soon. I can't wait to your fight against yeah, Benny. Yeah, no kidding. Good luck with that fight, man. You, you're uh, you're yeah, a great perfect. dude. Thank you, guys. A great role model. And uh, take care, brother. Appreciate it, man. You guys take it easy. Thank you. All right. That was great. Yeah. All right. That He's was awesome. good. I like Michael. Yeah, Michael Johnson. Now I'm Johnson. really going to be rooting for him. Yeah. So we had Michael. fantastic. So we had Michael Johnson. Listen, that's our podcast today. I want to thank our sponsors. Tip a fighter. Tip a fighter. Let's get these guys more money. Okay. Michael Johnson's a guy. Badass fighter. Knocks out Benny Derrish. Give that guy some money. Give that guy 10 bucks. The guy made you a thousand bucks. Throw him 20, 30, 50. Tipafighter.com. Also, remove a restoration. Hundo. If your place has been vandalized, if uh, there's graffiti everywhere, if if your place looks like shit, okay, call the guys. Removeitrestoration.com, 188-424-9697, or removeitrestoration.com. Also, American Icon Autographs, www.aiase.com. The best sports celebrity memorabilia you can get. 
These guys are the shit. Okay, they got a signing this week. Uh, Paige Van Zant, Hoist Gracie, Mark Coleman at the City of Industry. Go meet these guys. Okay, thank you for listening to our podcast today. Thank you, Sideshow Network. Take care and have a great life. Threesomes. Threesomes.